Hi, I'm Anna Ng, founder of Client-Centric Property, a full-time property agent, recipient of Top 10 Achievers Award of ERA Realty Network and a mother of two girls. From a girl with inferior complex to a lady with self-confidence, my clients and friends sometimes feel I am a yaya papaya, but yet they love the strong vibe in me. And this show, I will share with you my struggles on juggling family and work, overcoming them, building my self-confidence and gaining the respect of my family, clients and friends. Welcome to the Client-Centric Property Show. Welcome to Client-Centric Property Show. I'm Anna and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you my story on why client-centric property. This is not a story of telling you why you should engage my services, but rather, this is a story to tell you why I chose this name. Because when I met up with my branding mentor, Janisha, and then she asked me what name do I want to brand myself as, I'm totally hateless. I've given some really funny options to her to choose from, and then eventually I went back with no, no answers for her. Okay, it took me several days to think about it. And uh, at that time, I was still continuing to do my cases. And happened that I have a very close friend whom I always share the joys of my cases with her. And one day, I was telling her about a story of me helping a client to save around forty to $60,000 from her purchase of a DBSS house in Boon King. And how did I do that? This client, I actually have been serving her for over a year. Initially, she was interested in condos. And before we went down to look at all the condos, we actually did financial calculations for her and her sister. But as time progresses, their income kept on going up. And at the same time, due to certain family problems, they could not let go of the HDB that soon. And then, there was a delay in the buying. Although their income has grown to such figures that they actually can purchase a condo, but they did tell me that their main concerns is that they do not want to pay so much for a house in Singapore. And with that, I said, okay, fine. Then uh, maybe they can let me know which areas they're interested in so I can bring them to see some houses. Well, the viewings for us spread over a year. In, and then at one point, she was telling me she might be keen to take a BTO from HDB. And a lot of agents told me, Anna, don't, don't do the HDB letter for them. Don't draft the letter. Because a lot of times, after we help the customers to draft the letters, the customers disappear after they got a free service from us. Well, of course, being in sales, we cannot... Forget their good customers as well as bad customers. And we always have to give it a shot. And since letter writing is one of my forte, why not help her with that, right? So we prepared to write into HDB. And because of that, they couldn't they couldn't get an approval immediately and we have to write in appeals after appeals. And at one point, HDB wanted them to submit in all the documents with tabs and everything with all the documental proof. And so, we even went down to my office, helped them to tap on every document they wanted to submit and make copies. Of course, 
at that moment, I have to let her know, um, usually we don't do this for the customers, but I also am able to help her is because I used to work in a law firm. And sorting out the documentation plus putting the tabs and preparing documentations for people to vet is very common for me. And so with the expertise, I managed to help her to send in all her applications. Months passed, and eventually, after seeking out all avenues, the HDB still said no. Because of the high income, and even though they have been converted to citizenship, they cannot get a direct HDB under subsidized rate. And so I told the customer, in that case, um, do you want to still uh, proceed? Lah, proceed. Okay, yeah. Do you still want to proceed? And then the customer said, fine. Uh, but the sister is still staying under her house. And because of that, uh, we have to wait until the sister move out first. And then that was another few months. So that's the, the reason why everything spread over a year. At the last stage, eventually, she decided to sell her house. And then after we sold her house for her, she told me she wanted to buy a HDB in Boon King. And so I brought her to see the HDB in Boon King. But I did tell her, I said, the DBSS right now, they have a lot of people calling in the range of 1 million plus. A 1 million plus for a 3-bedroom HDB, which is a 5-room flat, is actually almost equivalent to a price of a suburban condo. So, I asked my client again, is it really good that you want to take a HDB? Are you sure? And she said yes, because from what I see, I cannot guarantee her anymore about the potential, how much more this DBSS house is going to grow in value after she got it at close to a million. So after looking through the units, we realized that in fact, there wasn't that many choices either for high floor units. In fact, we're left with two units to see. And that two units, one of the owner is calling at around 1.12 million. A 1.12 million for a HDB. And my client loved it so much. Oh, I can't remember. I think it's sorry. It's 1.02. 1.02 million, sorry. 1.02 million. So 1.02 million. And then my client loved it so much. And then she asked me to arrange for a second view. But as I tracked the transactions record real-time via my app on phone, I realized that, no, the valuations may not have come up to that price yet. In fact, the last transacted was only like 9.30, 9.40. And of course, there's not many choices down there. So my client says, let's negotiate with the landlord, with the seller. We tried negotiating and negotiating, but... The seller was still very adamant in, in selling at nine, uh, 1.02 million. Okay. And then afterwards, afterwards, I saw that there's actually another unit in the DBSS, the DBSS area that's, that we could pro possibly close at around 960 to 970,000. And I'm quite confident that the valuation will come up to somewhere around there. So eventually, we bought the unit. But I want to share with you further about the time we actually walked out from the unit of that 1.02 million. My client didn't want to walk out, but I did. 
I wanted her to think again. Why would she want to buy 1.02 million for a DBSS HDB? When knowing that, me and San Asian knowing that the valuation couldn't match and my client may, may end up paying another $40,000 in cash for this exorbitant HDB. After sharing this story with my close friend, and she knew that actually I was trying to look for a branding name. And then she said, Anna, why don't you call it client-centric property? Because if you have the customer's interest at heart, right, this name should suit your branding. I said, is it right? She said, yeah, because you told me, right? At the point when your client is really about to buy the unit, you walk out of the house. You didn't even think about the extra commission you could have gotten from that unit. You just felt that it's not right to push them to buy that unit. In fact, my clients were very happy as well. After that, they bought the other unit from me and thus they saved around $40,000 in cash. And that could help them to pay for the renovation. Okay, so the conclusion of this is that sometimes in this trade, right, money is very important. But it's not, again, it's not always all about the money. Integrity and the respect that we got from others by upholding integrity in our business is something that money cannot buy. Well, I've come to the end of my story. I hope you have gotten some interesting key takeaways from me. If you wish to connect with me, do pop by to www.clientcentricproperty.com www.clientcentricproperty.com I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I'll be sharing with you doing my live video why I did that. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. If you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programmes and done-for-you services, visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, do subscribe to our email list because once you're subscribed, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, if your mind can perceive, you shall conceive. Sending you my confidence and I speak to you soon.